Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Movement Diaries, episode 23. It's just me today. I feel like I start these episodes the same way every time. Um, And today I'm talking about something that I kind of invented or created um, probably a couple weeks ago at this point, by the time this airs, called the Small Choices Project. And I was sitting on the couch on the Sunday night, and I don't know, like ideas pop into my head at random times. I actually get a lot of ideas when I'm falling asleep at night. I get a lot of ideas when I'm walking. Um, I wake up in the middle of the night and have a lot of ideas um, it's kind of interesting. So things kind of come to me at in, sometimes inopportune times. And I've learned not to just say, oh, I got to remember that for later. I have to write it down in the moment. And so I grabbed my phone to start writing in the notes section because that's usually how I capture things. Or I open a, a blank email and I have like 10,000 email drafts with notes in them. And I started just writing up this idea that we get so caught up in the idea that in order to create or make a change, we have to like overhaul everything. Like that's why, you know, diet, diet and fitness industries are all built around like, you know, 30 day reset or like eight weeks to your best body or, you know, lose 20 pounds in six weeks. Like it's always these like sort of finite things that require an overhaul. It's like we start Monday and, you know, it's like you stop eating sugar or you give up dairy and you start going to the gym five days a week. It's always like, it's like this all or nothing thing, right? It's that mentality coming up again, but more specifically in the context of like making over your life or overhauling things. And that's like really scary and intimidating. Like I remember every time, like before I would start a new diet, I would feel anxious in the days leading up to it because I'd always have a start date and it would always be a Monday because right that you just start a diet on a Monday. Um, and I would have a lot of anxiety being like, oh my God, in three more days, I'm not going to be able to eat ice cream anymore. In three more days, I'm not going to be able to have pizza. In three more days, I'm not going to be able to have bread. And so I would eat all the ice cream and pizza and bread that I could leading up to those three days. If you're nodding your head, yes, I know you've been there with me. Um, sidebar. That's why the diets like that don't work. Um, Because how many times have you done that in your life? Case in point, right? If it worked, you wouldn't have to keep going back and doing it again. Separate podcast, Um, kind of. But what if instead of like building up that anticipation, like on Monday, I am changing everything, I am going to be a new person, and I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. every day and go to the gym and eat vegetables at every meal and like all this stuff? What if you just picked one? thing, right? This is not a new concept. I've talked about this before. I didn't invent this concept, but I am trying to like really make something of it and really get people to think about it. What if you changed one thing? 
I am going to drink an extra glass of water. I'm going to eat an extra piece of fruit. I'm going to go for a walk today. I'm going to add an extra five minutes to my walk today. I'm going to call a friend that I've really been missing. I'm going to spend a few minutes hanging out and petting my dog, right? Things that are sometimes movement and food related, but also related to just feeling good in who you are, because that is just as much a part of this. We t- we want to like isolate things. We want to say that like food and exercise are like one thing and like feeling good and happy and doing things we like are another thing, but they're not. They're all the same thing. Eating food you like, exercising how you like, doing activities you like, spending time with people you like. These are all overlapping. This is your life. They are not separate entities. They're not separate little squares. They bleed and mesh into each other. And we have to stop like isolating and breaking things into these silos because that's what's making everything so hard and impossible. To, to do, to make change, to feel better, like sustainably. It's why it always feels like so much work. And we're always like restarting some new plan that we think is going to be like the magic bullet. There is no magic bullet. The closest thing I can give you to a magic bullet is making small choices. Every day, making a small choice to feel better in your body. It's that simple. Um, and it can, it can be anything like there's no right or wrong here and doing things that make you happy as a person are just as important, important as the types of foods you're choosing to eat and the type of movement you're choosing to do, because it's all about how you feel and how you show up in the world and how you're able to like participate in your life. These aren't separate things. Um, you know, so I wrote this post, I'm actually going to, um, pull it up really quick and, Um, I wrote, do one thing today to feel better in your body. One thing, not 20 things, one thing. And, and kind of coming to terms and accepting that that counts, that matters, right? Just like we talk about five minutes of exercise counts, right? Choosing to eat a, a few more vegetables counts, um, Choosing to be really mindful when you're eating, um, like sweets or dessert, like counts, um, you know, feeling better happens one small choice at a time. I don't think it happens by making a major overhaul to your life because, and that may seem counterintuitive to you, but when you make a major overhaul, it's very unlikely to stick. And so it might stick for a week or two weeks or sometimes even a month or maybe a little bit longer, but inevitably a lot of those old habits are going to pop back up because we tried to change so many things at once. It was too much to handle. It's not sustainable. And then we end up back where we started, which becomes even more frustrating. And we end up in this cycle, which so many of us, like how many diets have you been on? How many times have you done a whole 30, restarted Weight Watchers, cut out carbs, cut out sugar, done isogenics, done a juice cleanse? I mean, you name it, I've done it all, right? And then you've You've done that and you've lost weight and then you've gained all the weight back. And then you do it again and you lose the weight and you gain the weight back because that stuff isn't sustainable because it's requiring you to make too many changes at one time, A, and B, because it's not addressing the underlying issues around like your relationship with food. And so when you look at it from making, from the perspective of making one small choice, right, it's about feeling better. It's about how you feel versus like the external end result. It comes from an internal place instead of an external place, right? When you make one small choice to 
eat something more nutritious for lunch rather than grabbing a million snacks, which is what something that I really struggle with, right? I feel better when I have like this past weekend, I cooked a ton of vegetables. I made hard boiled eggs. I bought turkey. I bought all of this stuff to have in the house so that when I come up from working in the morning and I am literally ravenous, like I can't even explain to you the level of hunger that I have, I have food ready to go. Otherwise, I will go through our pantry and eat 10,000 snacks while I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to eat for lunch. And it just doesn't end up well because I've eaten then a bunch of junk food, which makes me feel crappy. And it's like a whole thing. So when I make the choice to spend a little bit of time cooking on Sunday so that I have this food ready, I feel better. It's not about like overhauling everything. It's about making a small choice so I have something to eat for lunch three out of five weekdays, right? This isn't like I've got every single meal planned out. No, I've got three out of 21 meals planned, right? It's not a lot percentage-wise, but it's a small choice, a small step forwards towards feeling better, right? It's not about like, it's not weight loss driven because it's about when I eat, and here's the thing around that. When you choose to do things that feel good, the result, the end result is whatever it is that you want it to be, right? So if you're someone who wants to lose weight, if you make choices that feel good in your body, one small choice at a time, and you work on your relationship with exercise, so you're exercising in a way that feels good and is sustainable, and you are making food choices that feel good for you, that sustain you, that nourish you, that are nutritious, that taste good, then your goals will come. And I know that sound, you're like, no way, because I would just eat candy all the time. But you wouldn't because eating candy all the time feels crappy. And I am someone who loves cake. I fucking love cake. Like, I love cake. But I also know that when I eat like a ton of cake, I feel like crappy and and gross, right? So I'm kind of getting a little bit off topic here, but not really in that it all comes back. Any change you want to make comes from small choices, small choices every day to feel better, right? And sometimes they're food related and sometimes they're movement related. But again, sometimes they're just things that make you happy. Like my dog, Izzy, she curls up on the couch at night and she looks like a little matzo ball. I don't know what they use on her, the groomer. Sometimes she smells like a matzo ball. And I stick my face like in the curve of her body and I just kind of rest my head on her and it feels so nice. And I'll, I'll do that for just like a few minutes and I don't do it very often. I need to do it more. It feels so good. It makes me so happy. That makes me a happier person. That makes me feel better in that moment, in that day. And that spills over into other parts of my life, into how I want to eat, into how I want to move, into how I want to show up for work, right? We need to start, again, I know I already said this, we need to start siloing things. I'm saying this as much for myself as I'm talking through this. I'm like, oh my God, like this is like a big deal as I am for you guys. Um, The pieces of our life are not separate from each other. They are one. And we, I think, start to realize that and embrace that and get more comfortable with that through these small choices. Um, so I encourage you to think about, like, as you're listening to this today, whenever you're listening to this, what is one small choice that you can make to feel better in your body today? It, there's literally, like, there's no limit to what this could be, right? This could be 
watching your favorite TV show. It could be listening to your favorite song. It could be starting a new book. It could be catching up with an old friend. Um, it could be meditating for five minutes. Um, it could be um, ordering a new shirt that you saw that you really liked online for yourself. Like there's no right or wrong, um, but it's something small that makes you feel good. And then that small choice spurs on the next choice and the next choice and the next choice. And what I want to do is create like community and support around this. So I've been using this hashtag of small choices project. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see it. And if you don't, um, I encourage you to, because I post and share like lots and lots of stuff that I'm working through that I think is helpful for you. And, um, always asking for your input and feedback. Um, but when you see other people doing something that you want to be doing, like that's what every support group is, is based on, right. Is getting that support and that feedback from others who are trying to do the same thing. So let's create this together, right? Let's be a part, like we want the support, but we have to create the support. Um, we have to make the thing that we want to help us. So I encourage you, um, send me an email, text me. Um, find me on Voxer, um, Facebook, Instagram. There's a million ways. Go on my website to stay connected and let me know what are some small choices you're making. Um, because then I'll share them with everyone else anonymously, if you'd like. Um, and that inspires other people, right? So a small choice that you make that you then share inspires someone else to do the same. And that's really powerful. Like, you, every single person listening to this has the power through their small choices to help themselves, but to help other people by then sharing that choice. And when we do that, like we're in this together, like we're not alone. Like so many of us are struggling with the same things around like figuring out exercise and figuring out how to eat and feeling good in our bodies and, and in our skin and with the way we look like these are universal struggles and let's give ourselves some support to feel better and to find a way um, to show up how we want to show up, right? Like we get one life on this planet. And so let's connect with each other um, so that we, you know, continue to have a way forward. So thank you for listening. Um, again, hashtag small choices project. We'll keep talking about this a lot more. Love to hear any thoughts as always. If you're listening to this and you are not a subscriber to the podcast, I would be so grateful if you subscribed or followed on Spotify. Um, that's actually one of the best ways to um, help get the podcast seen and to leave um, some stars as a rating if you're enjoying it. I will uh, catch everyone next week. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.